Good afternoon. My name is Stephen Capaldo, and uh, I'm doing another podcast of uh, From Capaldo with Love. And I've been trying to kind of relate the Word of God to some of the things that are happening now, this terrible situation that we're all facing, uh, where, you know, the, the issue of a seasonal illness has been twisted into something bizarre in order to push people into a state of panic and hysteria as the elites uh, lock down really the global economy and take away our rights. And unless people stand up it's, uh, and speak and, and say that this is, this is not right, this is not the way we are made. Uh, we're made in the image and likeness of the Almighty Creator and uh, this, this is not what we're made to do. Uh, our, our right to love and live and produce and bear fruit, that is being stripped from us. And unless people are willing to stand up, the terrible results of this are going to be known and felt and suffered sooner rather than later. I think certain things it's probably too late to stop, but certain things can be pushed back if only people will speak up. But people, most of them, they seem not to want to speak up. Uh, they seem to be uh, content to ride the wave, and I, I think this is what the elites want, is that they want to bring people to the state of begging for mercy, mercy from the elites, these same people who have done this. Uh, you know, just give us a piece of bread and cheese, you know, give us this little check or, you know, wh whatever, and just, we'll, we'll do whatever. I mean, give us the vaccination, you know, whatever. We, you know, we'll do, we'll do whatever you want, just make, the, make it stop. Well, you know, if you want to put your trust in that kingdom instead of the kingdom of the Almighty Creator, the Father Spirit, with His eternal Son, you know, if you want to put your 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 heart and mind and soul into that other kingdom which rebels against the Almighty Creator, uh, I think you're going to reap that fruit, and it will be kind of sour grapes, to, to say the least. So I, I I'm hoping I, I pray that people will stand up. Um, and, you know, just pray for the courage that's needed to withstand and uh, not fall into this uh, trap that has been expertly laid. And it couldn't have gone better for the people who've laid the trap, this, you know, f several thousand people who run the planet, the bankers and their friends, basically. Uh, it couldn't have gone better for them. Uh, I, I think that uh, what they have accomplished globally since, let's say, the end of last year and what they've accomplished in the U.S. On, um, in, since March 13th, declaration of a state of national emergency happens to be my birthday. Uh, that was the day the national emergency was declared. On April 13th or thereabouts, apparently, uh, sweeping powers were given to FEMA. And FEMA is... Uh, if you get an invitation to go to a FEMA camp, uh, I think it's better not to accept it because you're going there to die, is probably the way it's going to be. Uh, better that they shoot you there, shoot you wherever they try to take you. But anyway, um, if we push back enough, maybe uh, we can kind of delay some of these things, but uh, be that as it may, today what I wanted to talk about was, in the middle of all of this, I wanted to talk about uh, forgiveness and unforgiveness and, and how... The, the way things are now, why would you want to hold on to any 
kind of, you know, anger or unforgiveness that you have in your heart towards anyone. I mean, some people, maybe you just have to separate from. There may be cases of that. But why would you want to continue to be angry and unforgiving towards anyone in the current environment where the, the really a, a, a global collapse is being engineered? And okay, it's going to lead to an intervention by the creator and, and there's going to be a different world, a different reality. I don't mean the new world order. Eventually that will be out of business, but it's going to hurt a lot before we get to that point. Whenever that point is, uh, God will intervene and there will be a paradigm shift, so to speak, and a, and a world to come. And uh, you just want to be among the group of people that has accepted the love of God in Christ. And to do that, really, you have to understand who the Almighty is. Father, Spirit, and Eternal Son, and you have to practice the love of the Almighty, who is love. And part of that love, love in thoughts and actions and, and fruit that you bear, part of that love is being able to forgive. Um, now, it may be that somebody did something to you and they don't think they did anything to you, so they may never ask you for forgiveness, but you have to let go of the anger towards that individual. And if they do ask you for forgiveness, of course you forgive them. In a lot of cases, you know, I mean, you think something, you say something was done to you and the other person probably thinks you did something to them. So you just basically, you're going to reach the point where you have to separate, but don't do it with anger. You know, do it, do it in love and say, okay, this is, uh, you know, we're at, we're at an impasse here and we just, we can't resolve it. So for now we just have to kind of separate and maybe uh, pray, which is, you know, meditating upon truth and which is very good uh, for the very good for the individual who prays. We should be in constant prayer, and even Scripture says that. We should pray uh, fervently and nonstop, uh, because it just um, we're just drawing on the power of the Almighty. And, you know, that's uh, really the, the way that the Almighty has designed the universe. is like a big electrical, you know, spiritual electrical grid. It, it, is, it is an electrically charged universe. That's really the kind of the basis of, cre of creation. And the power of that electricity, uh, you know, if you've, if you've uh, believed in Christ, you have that, that, the power of that electricity. And if you pray, pray to the Father uh, in the name of the Son and in, and in the power of the Spirit, then you have that, you have the, the power of that the, you know that uh, that uh, energy, if you want to put it this way, and I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to sound a new age. I mean, I've studied this quite a bit, and the, you know, the, the the power of creation is really, uh, it's it's really based on vibrations and electricity, and that's the the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit within you, and we're made in the likeness and image of the Father, of the Creator, and so when we pray in communication with Him, we harness that energy or power. And uh, we, we become stronger and, you know, we can, we can send our prayers, we can direct our prayers. Now, maybe they're not going to be received by the, the people we'd like, you know, to have received them. But still, uh, we edify ourselves and we have the potential of edifying other people when we pray. So it is a good thing to do to pray. And that's why I've kind of brought in uh, three prayers that, uh, you know, I'm going to be closing with. The, and two of them are Psalms, but... You know, uh, just just pray, and even if you have to read a read something out of the uh, out of scripture, you know, as a, as a prayer, but just just do it because it it really has to do with the power of the spirit, and it has to do with edification and uh, communication with the Almighty, and it might just give the results that you would like. 
But as I'm reading from Scripture, I'm going to Matthew 18, 21. Then when Peter came, he said to him, uh, Christ, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I shall forgive him? As many as seven times? Yeshua said to him, Yeshua, that's really the eternal son is Yeshua Messiah. Now, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christos, derived from the Greek. The derivation of Jesus Christos is really pagan. And this, uh, there's going to come a, a leader, which, you know, in Western theology, we often refer to as the, uh, the Antichrist. But there's going to come a leader, the, the big kahuna, and who's going to identify himself as Jesus Christ, and yet he's going to build a temple and make sacrifices and do things that if it were the real Jesus Christ, he would not do them. So we're going to have to be careful. I think that that name, Jesus, Jesus Christos, from Greek and is you know, derived into many different languages, I think we have to be careful to know yeah, the origin of that name. Uh, the name of the Eternal Son in his final incarnation as the last Adam was Yeshua Messiah, or however, you know, Yeshua, however you do that in Aramaic or Hebrew. I know there are different variations. Please don't argue about which, whether it's Hebrew or Aramaic and how you spell it. It's just, that's that's his name, right? Yeshua Messiah. And you, know, you may prefer a variation. That's up to you. Yeshua said to him, I do not say to you until seven times, but until 70 times seven. So this is basically, you just keep forgiving. And you know, there's always some mathematician that says, you know, once I've forgiven 490 times, is that enough? Well, that's that's not really what that means. I mean, in the most literal sense, it's what it means, but it's not the deeper meaning of what it means, right? Because of this, the kingdom of the heavens has been made like a man, a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. So, in other words, this type of godly conduct, uh, just, you know, if you want to put it in more concrete terms, it's like a man or a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he began to settle, one debtor of 10,000 talents, one debtor who owned him a lot of money, was brought to him. But when he did not have it to repay, the master ordered him and his wife and children and all that he had to be sold at once and to be repaid. So he was going to, uh, the king was going to exact payment, require payment anyway. Then the servant fell, prostrated before him, begging, saying, You must now be patient on my account, and I will pay you back everything. Then having pity, pity, compassion, mercy, the master of that servant released him and forgave the loan to him. Forgave the loan, reduced it to zero. Now, with all these people, 22 million in the U.S. are unemployed since uh, since the, uh, the, the lockdown, so-called lockdown. Um, you know... How many of them, if they cannot pay their bills or they need to get an extension on their mortgage, how much pity is going to be shown to these people? Or how much grace, how much mercy and compassion will be shown to these people? I suspect not very much to any of us that are not part of that elite group that is currently getting dollars funneled to them and buying up all the assets so they make themselves even richer and the rest of us are going to be poor. Okay, So there's not going to be much mercy or compassion, but the master of that servant, that's that king, who was owed that money by the servant, he released him and forgave the loan to him. Forgave the loan. Okay, contrast that with what's uh, the attitude now. And when that servant came out, he found one of his fellow servants, that servant who got the forgiveness, who had his loan forgiven, came out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, so several months of wages, and having taken hold of him, he was choking him. Not only saying, pay me, he was choking him. You know, you can just picture that, the arms around the neck of someone, and the, the, the head is bobbing back and forth. You pay me or else, right? He was choking him, saying, you must right now pay what you owe. Then his fellow servant, 
falling to his knees, begged him, saying, you must be patient with me, and I shall repay you. This was exactly what this this uh, this uh, person got from the king, you know, the grace that this person received from the king. This other servant is asking this fellow for the same grace and is not, not getting it, the same mercy, the same compassion. You must be patient with me, and I shall repay you. But the one owed the money was not willing, and when he left, he cast him into prison until he would pay the debt. And uh, so this is an example of, you know, you, one, one person forgives a loan, the other one does not. But it's, it applies not only to money. Any, any kind of insult or wrong that you believe has been done to you, uh, it's time to let go of the anger. And if someone asks you for forgiveness, of course, you give them forgiveness. What I wouldn't do is I wouldn't go up to someone and say, I forgive you for what you did to me because, you know, at least nine times out of ten, the answer is going to be, what do, you, what do you mean what I did to you? You did something to me, you know. So so if someone doesn't think they did anything wrong, okay, you just kind of put that in your memory bank and just kind of leave it there and you you forgive them for whatever, not, you know, to yourself or not being willing to admit anything. Uh, you're not angry at them and you move on. This is really what we need to do uh, because if you bear these, uh, this type of thing in your soul i mean it is it it, it will it's like an illness it's like a, a mental illness a mental condition like you're 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 not uh, you're not healthy you, you don't have complete mental health if you have this list of grievances against other people it makes you unhealthy and look uh, uh, lord knows how the way the world is and especially now it's that there's you know if we wanted to have grievances against people, we could have any number of grievances against any number of people, any one of us, and, and them against us, right? So, I mean, you know, we have to admit reality. But the thing is, in this kingdom of the Almighty Creator, the Almighty Creator is love. So that love requires love. It does not require the opposite of love. You know, it does not require you, and you should not put yourself into that other area, like you've got the, 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 the positive, the Almighty Creator, the Father Spirit with an eternal Son. You've got that, the, the people who've accepted the love of God in Christ. And then you've got the opposite of that. And I don't know exactly what, what that is, but it's the, it's the opposite of love. It's the opposite of this, uh, the, the kingdom of the Almighty Creator. Uh, and in Western theology, you know, a, a bunch of terms are used, and I guess they sort of speak to different parts of that reality, but you hear things like Satan and Lucifer and devil and evil and um, this this type of thing to denote this other place, you know, that is not the love of God, that is the opposite of the Almighty Creator and the, and the love of, 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 of God. So, uh, you know, you don't want to go to that place of rebellion against the love of God. You want to stay in the place of love where you do forgive. And some people will say, oh, well, you know, the, don't, don't be a sucker, don't be a fool, and, you know, get, get back at him and get revenge. I know, that's, that's the instinct of that other place. That's the, that's, you know, you've got the, the, the mind and power and spirit of the Almighty Creator, and then you've got the opposite of that. You've got all of these other things that I was mentioning, you know, the, the, the fallen angels and demons and that stuff, Satan and all that you know, evil, that's where you don't want to be. You don't, you want to be in the, the mind and power and spirit of the Almighty Creator. 
So this is something that you pray for. You pray for wisdom and truth, and that's you know you you will be shown you know how to do certain things and how to let go of certain things, and it's a, it's a lifelong thing. It's just we just keep going and uh, we do the best that we can, and and we just uh, uh, you, you know we just wait to get to the next stage, the next the, the next life, and and you know hopefully whatever that means, you know some kind of promotion to a to a, a, a higher order of of being, you know because we have. Uh, we have believed, believed in Father, Son, and Spirit, and we've, you know, we've we've uh, taken steps to uh, let the Spirit give us wisdom and truth to renew our minds, you know, to to so we can work on ourselves and help others. You know, if we have a renewed mind, we can make better decisions for ourselves, and then we can use that to help others. To use whatever it is we have, whatever skills and abilities we we have, whatever jobs we've worked out that now we can we we can offer to other people. Pardon me. And um, this is this is really what it's about. It's about uh, maximizing what the Creator has given us in His grace, and using that to help other people. The you know fine you know Scripture is a foundation. There's science or knowledge. There's service to others. There's your sanctuary, physical and and uh, you know mental and emotional and spiritual. And then there's stewardship of what uh, whatever assets that you've been given, right? So put that all together for the best life before the Creator that you can have. I don't mean the best life now. I'm not talking about that, but the be- the, the best uh, results that you can have before the Almighty Creator. But he was not willing, and when he left, he cast him into prison until he would pay the debt. Therefore, when his fellow servants saw what was happening, they were exceedingly grieved, and having come to their master, they made known everything that happened. Then having summoned him, his master said to him, Evil servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. So was it not necessary for you to be merciful to your fellow servant as I was merciful to you? So the original one, the king, who forgave the first servant, but the first servant didn't forgive the second servant, the loan, well, the king went back to that servant and said, look, I forgave you. You have to forgive this uh, your fellow servant, just as I was merciful to you. And his master, being filled with wrath, gave him over to the jailers until he could pay back all that was owed. So, so the loan was not forgiven anymore. Now you still owe me, Right. So also my Father, the one in heaven, will do to you if you, each one, would not forgive his brother from your hearts. So whatever the, whatever the, uh, the offense was, the, the offense can be forgiven, but still there has to be uh, forgiveness on your part. You know, when, when a situation comes before you requiring forgiveness, you know, you can be forgiven, but you really can't be forgiven until you can forgive someone else. There's kind of a mutual balancing of accounts that has to take place, is that that the, the Almighty Father is happy to forgive you. Uh, he expects you to forgive someone else. If you can't forgive someone else, how can you expect him to forgive you? So that would be kind of the spiritual application of this business of paying back money or, you know, any offense that might take place in life. So anyway, that's a little bit on forgiveness. And I would just like to close now with the, the prayers I've selected uh, three prayers. I mean, two of them are Psalms. One is Psalm 91, which is about protection, which really we should be praying for protection in these times for sure. And then you've got uh, the Psalm 23, which we know, and then the, the Our Father, which is uh, in Scripture, it's Matthew 6, 9 through 13. So I'll just read these and, and we'll close. Uh, Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, 
He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the destructive pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His truth will be your shield and buckler. You will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand will fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, the Most High, your habitation, there will be no evil befall you, neither will any plague come near you, your dwelling. For he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They will bear your... uh, they will pardon me they will bear you up in the palms of their hands lest you dash your foot against the stone you will tread upon the lion and adder the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot because he has set his love upon me uh, now because uh, he now a uh, human has set his love upon me a god therefore i will deliver him i will set him on high because he has known my name he will call upon me and i will answer him i am with him in trouble i will deliver him and honor him with long life will i satisfy him and show him my salvation psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He will lead me beside the still waters. He will restore my soul. He will guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, when I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be awed by no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou wilt prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou have anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and loving kindness will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, I hope it was useful to get some insights into forgiveness in the context of the love of the Almighty Creator, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.